0: Welcome home, this is Audio EXP for the 16th of December and the episode title is Spider Punk vs the Hasbro Layoffs. DR Games is in the spotlight thanks to Geeknator's fantastic patrons and in the interview I spoke to Toby Lancaster about the solo game he designed, Radzone which allowed him to see that TTRPGs could be his full-time job. I think that's an incredibly brave thing to do. There's no shortage of game designers who love our tabletop hobby and who offer great games at low, low costs. So what does it take to reassure you that you can pay the rent by selling games? Toby and DR Games' Kickstarter for 2D6 Realm is still live, it's absolutely rocking, and as I write this script, nearly £50,000 has been pledged. Yeah, I know I just said script. I do kind of read to you, but not quite... And I know that's uncommon in podcast land. Audio EXP is a bit like a newsreel with me as the host catching you up on what's happened during the week. I have tried to add lib it, but it doesn't work, not just with me at the microphone. However, if you fancy the more traditional approach of two witty people talking to one another, or if you're interested in which trailers have hit our screens this week, then I recommend Perception Check. Trailer Edition. This is a new podcast from Geek Native, in which Bronwyn and Fenn talk about trailers we've seen on the site. We've seen them there because myself, Bronwyn or Fenn, put them there. Good man Fenn stepped up to the microphone when Bronwyn shared the plans, and here we are. There's no schedule to give you yet, it's a soft launch, but hopefully faster than the soft launch, than the multi-year thing that our Discord has become. Episode one is out, and it's a cracker. The other big news this week, one in which geek Native saved to the routinely itemised summary, are the poor 1,100 people Hasbro are laying off. Many in Wizards of the Coast are involved, including the unfortunate D&D team. People, rightly, are upset. It must be especially surprising if you don't know Hasbro and WotC do tend to reshape their headcount just before Christmas. It's not the first time it's happened. However, this year, Chris Cox, the former WotC boss, is the big Hasbro boss. And D&D did seem to be booming. But Hasbro is not booming. Geek Natives reported on this before. D&D and Magic are fine, for now. But the toy makers' other efforts are problems. The old toy lines are struggling. And they've done movies, they've done tunes, they've even done games for all of them. Investors have long worried but these wells are dry. The failure of the E1 deal and the lack of commercial success for the D&D movie won't have helped. Baldur's Gate, as Bronwyn noted, won Game of the Year at the Game Awards. But WotC didn't make that. WotC is still to find its own in-house AAA success. Years after saying the future of D&D is digital, WotC does not have a digital success to shout about. Chris Cox is neither stupid nor, I think, evil. He's under a lot of pressure to make the money graphs go up. I think the logic behind the cuts is to try and make more from less, to stem the overall losses, to please backers and steady the ship. I wonder, though, whether it also hints at concern at the success of the following edition but not an edition D&D anniversary books. They're due out in 2024. If you were certain they were going to be a smash hit, would you really be cutting d and people now? It's also the first time that Wizards of the Coast have done their Christmas layoffs during the D&D boom. It's the first time the company has had fans with money to spend, a growing social conscience and the ability to be loud about it. The OGL drama, for example, shows how powerful the fan voice can be these days. I think it's a genuine risk that tactics like this will continue to nibble away at the shine Dungeons and Dragons has. Fans could, in theory, go elsewhere. What's your experience with RPGs that are not 5e, by the way? I mean, I see alternative realities on Facebook all the time. I see people who are happy to play only 5e. Hey, at least they're getting a game. I see people who are frustrated that the only gamers they know are stuck in the 5e bubble, whereas they want something else. And I also see gamers who won't go near D&D and have no problem in achieving those goals. One of the possible alternatives in 2024 will be the MCDM RPG, which has crowdfunded more than $3 million. That's the Matt Coville game, and one which spawned from the OGL crisis that Wizards of the Coast triggered. I mean, it's hardly hidden, but I haven't seen much chat about it. There will be an MCDM VTT. The company has said that they think the MCDM RPG will be best played on its own very special VTT, and if they crowdfunded us well enough, then they'll get one made. Well, it has. So, imagine that. In 2024, there might be a new t rival, and perhaps in 2025, yet another virtual tabletop. Another alternative is Candelabra Obscura, which was published this week, and while it's from Critical Role, streamers with even more reach and covel, it's not clear how successful the game has been. The PDF is still silver bestseller at DriveThruRPG, and no one has bothered to review it there yet. Professional reviews on the web have been mixed. Perhaps the most important thing about Candelabra Obscura is that it's also not 5e. Chandelier Obscura can also be partially traced its origins back to the OGL crisis. That said, not everything was pushed into life due to that Wattsy attempt to commercially control the ecosystem. MCDM cancelled their Arcadia magazine, although notably James Intercasso put for now in brackets when introducing the final issue 30. If Arcadia does come back you can count on it being system neutral or at least Giving plenty of love to the MCDM RPG. There is, by the way, an Arcadia bundle on Drive Through RPG this week, and for $29.99 you get all 30 issues. The retail value is chalked up at $138 normally, so it's about a 78% saving. But let's move things along and go bald and to outer space. Why? Because the UK Games Expo did a good thing with the National Space Centre in Leicester. And celebrated the best of tabletop gaming. Imagine being surrounded by actual space tech and playing board games, painting minis and digging into RPGs. It'll be great and I hope it brings more fresh faces into the hobby. I did also mention spiderpunk didn't I? This is a story that Bronwyn spotted and it's simple. Spiderpunk almost didn't appear in Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse. I get it, I mean I totally see why. On paper, the character looks unnecessary. That said, I think Hobie Brown was my favourite character. He added vibe and spark. He made it different. Sony took a risk with the emotional heart of the thing and kept the talent in. They kept it exciting and they didn't cut the project back to the bone. And that's why the title of this podcast is Spider-Punk vs. The Hasbro Layoffs. As it seems to me that Sonny made the strategic decision that Hasbro also faced but found a different answer too. Not that Sony has it all rosy. Bronwyn also noticed that the computer giant had to investigate a potential ransomware attack at an Insomniac Games. That's the studio which makes, that's right, the Spider-Man games. Now, onto the outro bundles and some free e-cards for Christmas emergencies. The bundle of holding has been busy. There are several offers, two of which are for Mongoose's Traveler Sci-Fi, which includes... Traveller Mercenaries for the first time. There's also a deal on the garp based Dungeon Fantasy from Steve Jackson Games. Dungeon Fantasies was late, late to the Garp's world and it was an attempt to lure in D&D players. I think the so-called Dragon Bane deal from Free League warrants special attention. In the Starter Collection you will get the following RPGs. Vaisen, Forbidden Lands, Corollas, Mutant Year Zero and then in the bonus collection as well as supplements there's also Dragonbane and Twilight 2000. That's six whole RPGs. There's proper action in Humble 2, starting with everything you need to play Pathfinder 2E. The beginner box is there in the £4 tier, and the core rules for £12 or thereabouts. If you're quick, then Dark Horse has a Humble that may well interest you, and that's a host of Hellboy Digital Comics. Lastly, the freebies are elf e-cards to print off or DM people. And by elf, I mean buddy, and the Will Ferrell movie. On that note, I feel festive, and I'll see you next week.